Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Our first Bible reading was taken from Genesis chapter 1. Verse 24, then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. Somebody say, according to its kind. Please say it again. So, on the first day God created, in Genesis chapter uh, 1, verse 3, Bible said, God said, let there be light. And in verse 6, God said, Verse 9, God said. Verse 11, God said. Verse 14, God said. And then verse 20, God said. 22, God said. 24, God said. And then 24 says that. Then God said. All right. 24 said. Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. Don't miss that. Okay. It was supposed to bring forth according to its kind. Cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. This was leading to the creation of man. All right. Because when we read when you read downwards, it says that God created all these things, and then verse 20, 23 said, So the evening and the morning was the fifth day. So all the other things were created on the fifth day. Then, verse 24, God said, let the earth bring forth according to its kind. So I, I, I suggest to you that the, this is in the fifth day, a sixth day. God started creating the creatures and the, um, the cattle, the creeping things and all that. And then verse 26 says that then God said, let's all say that together. Please say it louder. Let's read it out together. Let's go. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the bears of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the air. Oh, pastor, what has this got to do with Christmas? There's Christmas right inside there. Can't you see? C-H-R-I-S-T. It's a Sawede. This is where the Christmas started. Our likeness. Bible says, God said, let there be, and there was. And then God said, let the earth um, be separated from the heavens, and there was. And it happened. God said, let, God said, God said, and it, it did. And then when it came to the animals, verse 20, 24, God said, let, uh, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to its kind. So they are in a different kind. Then it came to man. Then God said, I can't go ahead and I can't proceed and do anything without a conference. So when it came to making a man, God called a conference. He had to have a discussion with himself. 
So God, then God said, then God, God is one, but God said, let us. That was the first time he had to engage a conversation within himself because man was about to be made. Then God said, we can't just go ahead and create, let's sit down, let's have a discussion. God called a a conference, the self-contained conference within himself. He said, let us. The answer suggests that he was talking to, there were others. Who are the others? Himself is the others. He is the self-contained community. So God said, let us make man in, and then he said, in our, not in mine. In our, God is a we, in our image. And in our, according to our likeness, image is for expression. Image is for expression. When you see the image of this microphone, if the light uh, the, the shines on this and it casts a shadow, you will know that it's expressing a microphone. It's not expressing a book. So whatever the image is supposed to represent, if the image expresses what it's representing. When you see a silhouette of a a, a female, it's easier to tell that this is a silhouette of a female. Say image. So image reflects. Image expresses something. And God said that, I won't watch this. He said, let us make man in our image. In other words, we need something on earth to express us. I need something on earth to express me. So God is one but triune. Three in, three in one. That's why he could say, let us. He's one but triune. And then watch this. Look at the next verse. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very, very, verse 27 said, so God created what? Men. So God created he created, is that a difference between man and man? What's the difference? Plural. So God created man in his own image. This is necessary. Not after the likeness of the earth. When he came to man, he said, in our likeness. Not after its kind. He created man after his kind, in his likeness and his image. But all other creatures, animals, the animals were created according to its own kind from the earth. We carry something of God. That is why the human life is very sacred. So, create man in our own image, and the, uh, and in the image of God created he him. Created he what? And what's the him? Male and female create. Is he creating a man or men or people? He created man, but the man was a them. God said. Let us. God is one but triune. Man is one but corporate. He created us as a corporate entity. So that is the Adam. Adam was created. That's why when Eve was about to be created, I said, okay, let me open him up and bring her out because everything is inside. You came from somebody. But According to, according to uh, Timothy, 2 Timothy, it talks about how he chose us in him. 2 Timothy chapter 1, uh, verse eight, uh, 7 and 8, somewhere there, it talks about how he chose us in him before the foundation of the earth. He chose us in him. He saved us by his grace and chose us in him. So 
if he chose us before the, the world began and Adam was created alone and when he wanted Eve, he went and brought her out, that means we were all inside him. Adam was created a man, but that man was a corporate man, even though God is one. He's trying. Now, having understood that, what has that got to do with Christmas? Because we're created in the image of God, sin entered. Now, the Christmas, the Christmas story, what makes Christmas wonderful? The Bible says that the angels came while shepherds were watching their flocks by night. And suddenly, in Luke chapter 2, from verse 8, suddenly the angel appeared. And he brought there. He said, don't be afraid, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Why? He said, for in Bethlehem. He says that, there, uh, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. I submit to you that Christ was not born as just an ordinary human being after uh, just after our kind, even though he came to a certain extent in our likeness. According to Romans chapter 8, verse 3, he says that Christ came in the likeness of the sinful flesh. So Christ also said, for what the Lord could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness. So Christ came in our likeness. He came in the likeness of the sinful flesh, but without the sin, so that he can be a savior for the sin sinners. Because if you are wanted, how can you go and bail somebody from the police station? <laughs> a wanted man cannot go and bail someone from the police station. So someone with sin cannot be a savior for, for others with sin. So there was the need for him to be sinless. Even though he was like us, he had to be different from us in a certain sense, so long as sin was concerned, so that he can be a savior to save us from our sins. I see someone enjoying salvation. Genesis and Luke chapter 2. What's the correlation? Genesis, when God finished everything, he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. And then in Genesis chapter, um, the, uh, chapter 1 verse 26, he says that, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the surface of the earth. So God created, uh, before he created, he said, this is my plan. I'm creating them to reflect me so that wherever they show up, on, in this earth I've created, on this earth, man is my representative. But then there was a Lucifer here. There was a Satan here who was positioned to, he has already taken his position here. <laughs> And God said that I'm going to let you not just re represent and reflect me, but you're also going to have dominion. Yes. Satan is under your feet. Yes. We were created to have dominion. Yes. Including, including health, family, issues, your life. Dominion. Someone shout dominion. Dominion. 
Shall dominion. dominion. We are created to have dominion. Satan had taken over. But Satan came in to distort the image of God. To distort the plan of God because we disobeyed God. But God had his own plan. And so he said, first Adam failed. I'm going to bring the last Adam. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. I want to show you something. God, Jesus didn't come as an ordinary man. He came as an Adam. He came as the second man. There are only two men, so long as God is concerned. Because remember, I told you that God created one man. One man, but he was a corporate man. So Jesus had to come as another man, a corporate man, to start the God race. So if you are, so you are either in one of these two, you are either in Adam or you are in Christ. If you are not in Christ, naturally, you are in Adam. And Adam is a race that have missed God. So, 1 Corinthians, look at this. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. And so it is written, the first Adam, let us make man in our image. That man, single man, is called, he was the first Adam. This is Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. The first man became a living being, the last Adam became a life-giving. It's not a, it's a life-giving spirit. It comes into you and spirit, uh, life comes into you. He's, he became a spirit. He became a spirit, but life-giving spirit. That's how come he can be in you, he can be in him, he can be in me, he can be in them at the same time. And all of us who have, it in, have him in us have life. So his arrival was a big news, was good news. Just like after God created everything for in the first five days, the six days. Now when he was about to make money, he called the conference because this one is a big news. Now, when the second Adam was, when the last Adam was coming, who is also called the second man. Why last Adam? Because when you, once you enter, you enter him, you are terminated, you've terminated Adam. Anything we inherited from Adam gets terminated in Christ. Look at the next verse. Verse 46. See, let's all read it out loud. 46. Let's go. But the, the, see, the, Adam first one was the first. Okay. And afterwards, the spiritual. Go to the verse 47. Let's go. The second man. So you see, it's two men. No? Two men. God made one man, but he was a corporate man. And so the first, we all naturally, he said, the first man was of the earth. That's natural. And so everyone here, as long as you are alive, you are a natural being. Born from Adam. We all came from somebody. Like the child will ask, so who, where did you come from, ma'am? I came from my dad. Or my mom. But where did your mom come from? She came from her mom or her dad. But where did her mom and dad came from? Keeps going. Okay, they all came from somebody, Adam. And then the, the question the child will ask, so where did Adam come from? Adam came from God. God himself picked him and made him. Then the, the children ask the next question. If God made Adam, who made God? <laughs> And the most of you, your answer is, God made himself. For God to make himself means that he was. 
and was not at the same time under the same circumstance. And that cannot be. He can, he can, because if God made himself, before he made himself, where was he? <laughs> where, where was he? So it's before he made himself. So you are trying to say that God, at the point in time, he wasn't. Yet he was to make, God was, God is. Never, he was never made. He just is. Human beings, because we have an origin, we think God must also have an origin. No, it's, that's, that's, that's anthropomorphic thinking. In other words, thinking in human terms that God, we were made, so God must be made. No. The fact that we were born doesn't mean God must be born. And there's no way, watch this, there's no way we can fully comprehend that. So you either take it or leave it. The first Adam and the last Adam. So when the first Adam was coming, it required a conference. When the last Adam, Adam was coming. When the second man was coming, it also required some interesting time. So when he arrived, angels had to come and angels have to come and announce, guys, you don't know what has happened. He said, go, there you find, he said, I'll give you a sign. Verse 10 of chapter 2. What is the sign? Luke chapter 2, verse 10. Can you put it on the screen, please? And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in a swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. What's a manger? Feeding throw. The cattle eat from the manger. That's why if you are not a sheep, you've missed God. You can't enjoy Christ. <laughs> he, he came for the sheep. The, the feeding throw, what the sheep has to be feeding from, that's where he was. He said it's a sign. But he was wrapped with swaddling clothes, so you don't just get access. He had to come and lie in the, uh, the, the bowl. Let me put the bowl of the sheep so that the sheep can feed on him. Watch this. And he went to the shepherd who were feeding their flock by night. No, the real food have appeared. You are at the wrong place. He said, he went and announced to the shepherds. For their white shepherd watched their flocks by night. He said, no, no, you have missed it. There's a sign. The actual food for the sheep has arrived. And he said, it shall be good news. He said, I bring you great uh, tidings of great joy. That shall be good. It shall be unto all people. Verse 13. And suddenly there was with the angel, the angel that came to make the announcement. Suddenly there was with that angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, what were they saying? Look at the next verse. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. This is very similar to Genesis chapter 1. When he made man, why? Because now the second man has arrived. What is the purpose of the second man? The first man was made, watch this. Ah. The first man was made, in, he said, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. The second man, he himself was the image. The express. Yes. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. Let's read it so that you can see what I'm talking about. God wanted an image. This thing was not made with my image in mind. So I can't fit into it. I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying, but I can't fit into it. Because it was not made according to my image. Is it not a jacket? 
Yes. So what's the problem? It, it is not made for my image. So the image, if it's made according to my image, then it was made with me in mind for me to enter into it fully. Without struggle. They gave me this one, I couldn't fit into it. They gave me this other one, I couldn't fit into it. But, ladies and gentlemen, I picked this and I put it on and right away you realize that this is mine. It's mine. Why? Because if it's my image, my image, it's, 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 even if they hang it, you can tell the way it is supposed to be. As it were, permit me to say it this way. God made you so he can wear you on earth. He made us so he can, it's just like I explained the other time, like a gloves. So that if you have gloves with three, only three fingers, I can use it. Because it must be made according to my space, the image of my hand so that I can fit myself into it. So God actually made us in his image so that he can enter us. But before he could say, Jack, the enemy, the deceiver has come in to deceive us. And because of our interest, we lost, we disobeyed God and lost the opportunity for him to fail us. But he said, I have a Christmas story ahead. So Christ had to come as the second man. As the image, you know what, watch, watch, this is a good one. As the image, as the image. So we see in Hebrews, did we read here? Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3? Now put it, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. This is talking about Jesus. Who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of God's person. The express image of his, the his is talking about God. That's why it's capital. The immediate, when you see him, you see God. Amongst men, the, Jesus is the express God created man in his image. But something went wrong after creation. So Jesus came. Now he wasn't created in his image. He actually came to be the image of God. To so he can't get it wrong. So he is the express image of his person. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. How, what, how does it put it? I think we should all read it together if they get it on the screen. Let's go. The firstborn over all creation. The firstborn? Because he's an Adam. The firstborn. He is the image of the invisible God. And so Christmas is when, the, it's like when the actual creation, the second, the sixth day creation, the creation of man, the creation story actually became actualized in on Christmas. When he was born as a man, yet the express image of God. So when you look at him, this is the original thing God created. Yeah. When he was creating man, the inter- that's why he could command the sea for the teeth to, because yeah. have dominion, have dominion. Yeah. He could yeah. see the blind, be healed. He yeah. could raise the dead. He had dominion. Yeah. He, we were created to have dominion. So he came to be the express image. This is what God had in mind. That's why when he was born on the day, that's why we celebrate Christmas. Because it's such a big story. Even angels were happy. Yeah. Why shouldn't me, a, I, a Christian, be happy as well? I should be happier. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 
because of my time, as I bring this, I run it up. Watch this. So Jesus is the image of the invisible God. You can't see him. But when you see Jesus, he's the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of all creation. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, God, Bible talks about Jesus again, be the image. Watch this. Who, this is talking about unbelievers, whose mind is the God of this age, that's Satan. Whose mind is the God of this age, Satan, has blinded, not their eyes, their minds are blinded. So the best you can, you, they, they, they can have to offer is, oh, we just came out from the slime. I heard a man of God say something very amazing uh, about, he says that for man, to walk on the moon is fun. It's amazing. Mm. But something more amazing for God to walk on earth. Wow. <laughs> it's even more amazing. Amazing. Whose mind the God of this world has blinded? So unbelievers, they can't get it. It doesn't take intellectual powers to discover Jesus. It takes a touched heart and a revelation. Before God could do anything with your life, he must say, let there be light. Then after the first day light, fourth day light was made, the sun, the moon, and the stars. So what about the first day light? No, that is regeneration. Anything that has gone wrong in your life, if God can help you, it must start with Christmas. In other words, the arrival of Christ in your heart. That's actual Christmas. So, please put it up. Let me, as I finish. The God of this one, this world has blinded who do not believe. So, it's a mind problem. Okay. If they don't believe, it's not that oh, they, they, they are stubborn. Who do not believe? Lest, watch, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is Christ? Who is the image of God? Should shine on them. Christ is the image of God. Christ is the image of God. What has that God? I can't go into this. This is loaded, but time will not permit me to go into it. What is the point here? Now watch this. I quoted it earlier on, but some of you didn't get it. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. It's a big thing. That's how Christmas becomes relevant to us. Let's all read it out together. Let's go. Some of you are not reading. Let's read it out loud. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn amongst men. All right, let's start again. One more time. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. To be what? To what? To be conformed to what? You were created in his image, but something gone wrong. So last Adam or the second man had to come so that we now will be conformed. It's like God is now cloning us. Once you enter Christ, the image restores. You enter Christ, the image is restored. You enter Christ, the image is restored. So he says that now Christ being the express image of his person, he came as the express image of God's person. You see him, you've seen God. Now, once we enter Christ, we then recover the image. 
So that says that that we, those he predestined, for, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed, 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 to form together with the image. Conformed, to be conformed to the image of his son. Why? That he might be the first amongst many brethren. So he, being the second man, is not alone. Does it surprise you why the Bible says that we are the body of Christ? Yeah. Even though Romans, I think it's Romans chapter 12, or 1 Corinthians chapter 12, both of them. But Romans chapter 12, it says that verse 28 or so, talks about how for, uh, it says that even though we are many, or first, let's go to the 1 Corinthians one, it's better. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, I suppose it should be that one. Can you put it on the screen? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, for us the body is one and has many members, but all the members are of that one body, be many are one body, so also is Christ. So Christ is many but one body. You are part of the body, I'm part of the body, because we are all a corporate man. That is why when they ask him, teach us to pray, in Matthew 6, 9, he said, in this manner, therefore, pray. Our, watch this, it starts with the hour. The Christian work is a corporate work. The Christian life is a corporate life. You can't be a Christian by yourself on your own. It cannot happen because you can, your body is not only one part. Your body is different, different, different parts. Get it? You are just a part of the huge and one wonderful, glorious body of Christ. And Christ is the head of the body. And we are the body of Christ. Shout yes. Any Christian who doesn't fellowship with other Christians is not living the body life. Um, but sometimes I don't like the way they behave. You too, someone may not like the way you behave. And most of the time, people who don't like the way others behave have more problems. Because everyone got problem. Everyone got problem. So, so watch this. This is amazing. It's beautiful. In this manner, therefore, pray our Father, say our Father. Our Father. Shout it, our Father. Our Father. Shout it louder, our Father. Our Father. He never says, say, my Father, my Father. Eli, Eli, Lamas. No, 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 no. Say, our Father, when you're approaching God, we should go as a corporate body. Even when he says that ye are the temple of God, when you research it very carefully, he's not talking about one person. He's talking about we as the body. We are the temple of God. Christianity is a we life. It's a community life. We are a corporate body. Even though one, God always creates one. But as a corporate one. That's why Christmas came. Let me finish this. You like this. I want to finish on this, our Father. Our Father who art where? In heaven. What? Hallowed be. That's, but the first actual request is what? What's the first request from here? Hallowed be that. Oh, go, go, go to the next verse. Verse 10, verse 10, please. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Kingdom is dominion, authority. Let God be in charge here. When you begin to pray, God, that dominion mandate, let us create them in our image that they will have dominion over all the things. Now, he said, when you pray, start from that, that angle. As the image of God, start from there that let your, your kingdom come. Dominion restored. And watch, watch, watch this. This is the, the better one. 
The next one. What is the next one? I can't hear you louder. Let's read it out together. One more time. If I were you, I would shout it out louder. God has not got problem in heaven. No. Everything is fine in heaven. Everything is fine in heaven. The will is okay in heaven. The problem is here. People think God is in a hurry to bring us up. No. He really, the reason why he brought us here is he's interested in coming here. Because the kingdom must be expressed on this earth. The kingdom, the kingdom. The, so when Jesus was born, his first public comment, his first public statement was repent. He said, he said the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom, the rulership, I've brought it. Because the dominion he created us for, he created us to be priests, reflect him, and kings rule. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. But we lost that because of sin. So he came. So that in the last Adam or the second man, we will recover what was lost in the first Adam. That is why there was the need for the Savior to come like us, but it's more an expression of God than being like us. We were created in his likeness. So he also came like us. But his likeness to us is actually he came in the image of God. You in Christ changes everything. I'm not, I'm not talking about church, church. No, 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 no. You see, people don't understand what this church life is about. The church life is the corporate body of Christ on earth, exercising the dominion of God. To, to, yeah, please, Satan came and took charge. God said, I'm coming to, I'm, I mean, I won't fight you. My image will deal with you. So, so guess what? Romans chapter 16, verse 20. Hey, this is a good one. Somebody shout dominion. dominion. Shout dominion. dominion. Let's read it out. Let's go. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. <laughs> shout dominion. dominion. Satan is on earth. Let your will be done on earth. Let your kingdom come. And he said, God, as you walk in his image, as you allow Christ to find an expression in you, the kingdom of God is about to be expressed. And he said, for God will bruise, he will crush Satan where? Under your feet, shortly, shall dominion. You can heal the sick. You can raise the dead. If you can pray for the sick to, for the sick to be healed, then your health is not a problem. You are actually helping others. You are fine. We were created to have dominion. To have dominion. But we lost dominion. And Jesus came to restore dominion. He said, if I, by the finger of God, cast out devils, then the kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom of God takes care and takes charge and drives demons out. That's why we should be praying, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come. And how does the kingdom come? You and I allowing ourselves for Christ to express himself in us. Bible says, Romans chapter 14, verse 17, he said, righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. 
the kingdom of God is not in meat or drink, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. What's the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, joy. What's the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. That is when God begins to take charge. So our unrighteousness does not harm the devil. It hurts us. Because it doesn't give God the opportunity for his kingdom to come. Our unrighteousness, your joylessness and peacelessness affects your opportunity, ability to be in charge. Somebody is blessed. Anytime Christmas is coming, think about dominion. Think about the restoration. And that should excite you. If you, don't, if you don't have money to buy something, it shouldn't be the problem. It shouldn't be a problem. Because you don't have a problem. You are, you are in dominion. And all you should focus on is joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness and peace. As you do that, you begin to take charge. How do we take? We don't take charge by fighting. We don't take charge by attacking people. We take charge by righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, joy in the... And then we are taking charge. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, joy. And you are taking grounds. You are concrete grounds through righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. And you are concrete grounds. I see you taking grounds. I see you taking grounds. I see you coming more grounds. In the mighty name of Jesus. I see you taking grounds in your health. I see you taking grounds in your marriage. In your career. In your finances. In your family. You will take charge. You will take charge. You will take charge. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, come on, give the Lord a shout and a clap. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Next time when you hear Christmas, think dominion. Think freedom. Think good news. Don't think techie. Don't think techie. Think dominion. Think good news. Think power. Think liberty. Think freedom. And I see that happening in your life. I see that happening in somebody's life. I see that happening in somebody's life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.